welcome to the Stand Up To Anxiety podcast. I'm your host, Lucy J. Smith, and I'm here to help you with your own anxiety after my struggles. This podcast is full of practical, simple tips and techniques to help you stand up to anxiety. For more support, resources, and to become a member of the Mental Wellness Club, please go to my website, lucyjsmith.com. On today's episode, I'm joined by Kate to talk all about her own anxiety story and hypnotherapy and how hypnotherapy can help with anxiety. So to start with, Kate, do you want to tell us a little bit about your anxiety? Yes. Thanks, Lucy, for having me here. Um, Yes, so I am a clinical therapist, and honestly, it wasn't until working with a number of clients with anxiety that I really just started to identify with the fact that I too have anxiety. And reflecting on that, it's not that I didn't recognize that I was experiencing symptoms of anxiety. I just never really labeled myself as such. And I think it was because I still continued to do things. So the anxiety never stopped me from doing things per se. I just did a lot of things in a, from a place of feeling very uncomfortable and very um, overwhelmed. So would you say it was kind of like high functioning anxiety? It just didn't impact you at all. But now that you're aware of it, you can recognize that it was there the whole time. Absolutely. And I think when you had sent me that question in a prior conversation, I really started to reflect on it. Like, when did I realize that I had anxiety? And so going back even beyond being an adult, I do see times where something in me changed with experiences of being um, bullied in middle school and moving across uh, the country when I was younger and starting over and losing a lot of things that I had externally um, been a source of confidence for me. So then in high school, starting fresh also, I think really just turned up the volume on my anxiety. Yeah, definitely. So what methods have you tried since then? So did you kind of like counsel yourself almost Mm -hmm. or what would you, what, what would you say you did? Yeah. Well, I think it's, again, it's gotten better since identifying that it is in fact anxiety. I've always been um, of the belief as a therapist that it's very important for me to be doing my own work. And that's a big part of me feeling like I'm integrity as a therapist. But now that I've actually looked at it beyond just I'm doing this work for myself, for my clients and focusing more on here is my anxiety, I'm trying to support it and treat it. That's been much more effective. And the I've tried a number of things. Um, I practice yoga and have found things that get me out of my mind and into my body to be very effective. So using grounding techniques, spending time outside, being connected to nature, spending time on the water, finding different ways of playing outside has been very helpful. Uh, Working with a therapist who has supported me has been helpful. And then, of course, more recently using hypnosis and then other things like cutting down on caffeine have all been an integral part of the ways that I support myself and my anxiety. That's amazing. I find it so interesting every time I ask people like what they've done and what methods they've tried. It's always the same few methods that help the most. Mm -hmm. I always come across the same ones. Like I've had people on the podcast talking about yoga and and caffeine and different types of food that can help manage anxiety and it's just so interesting that you you've actually used the same methods on your journey as well 
Yeah, I mean, there's things, but I would say that the things that I realize I cannot do without, or the things that if I'm really experiencing anxiety, these are the go-tos that at this point I know they're going to help. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always talk about it as in creating your own anxiety toolkit. So knowing that those are your go-to tools that will help. Yeah. 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 It's so important to have that because I, and I often say this to clients and on my Instagram, which is like my hardwire, my default setting is anxious. (laughs) And so I'm someone who is very often putting myself outside of my comfort zone. So I'm oftentimes activating my anxiety. I'm okay with that, but having that solid tool case, toolbox is so crucial because again, I know I'm going to be basically evoking anxiety on a regular basis. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So how did you first get into hypnotherapy? What did that look like? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. I took, you know, my undergrad, my master's, I'd had quite a bit of experience in a number of organizations. And I had actually never come across hypnotherapy until I was out of schooling and was working at a private uh, treatment and mental health center. And it's a holistic center. And one of the other counselors there offered hypnotherapy. And I just kept hearing so many of the clients there talking about hypnotherapy, how amazing it was, the radical shifts they were happening, how life-changing it was, like really grandiose uh, reviews from all of these clients. And so I was very intrigued. And so I wanted to look into it. And I honestly didn't research it that much. It was because I was working with these clients. I saw the changes in them. So I found a reputable training and I signed up for it. And since then, it's become the central resource that I use in all of my practices and therapies. Amazing. So can you explain a little bit about how it actually helps with anxiety and what the process is there? Yeah, so hypnosis is actually really helpful for anxiety because people with anxiety are very often good hypnotic subjects. And the reason for this is because with anxiety, a lot of the time we are future focused. And so we're doing a lot of imagining and visualizing. And that is exactly what hypnosis does. So people with anxiety usually have an increased uh, capacity for vivid imagery. And they also have a higher um, sensitivity to body stimulus. We're very aware of the somatic symptoms, you know, the sweating, the increased heart rate, the nauseousness, and that can actually lend itself again, very well to hypnosis, because you are tuning in, checking in with the body um, to gain information and to regulate. Um, As well as people with anxiety are really tuned into focusing on something, we get hyper focused on certain things. And again, that lends itself well in terms of treating it with hypnosis, because hypnosis is um, a hyper focused state. So we use that excellent ability to focus on something so that they can absorb a more adaptive um, belief system, thought pattern, or way of relating to something. And again, we're just highly suggestible, typically as anxious people. You know, you overhear something on the news that spikes anxiety, you get an email, we kind of go to the worst case scenario, and that's because we tend to be very susceptible and suggestible. So again, 
that lends itself very well to the hypnosis because in that relaxed state, you receive positive suggestions. And so if you're someone who already takes things on quite easily, that's going to increase the likelihood that um, it's going to take root for you. That's really good to know that all of those characteristics that we can sort of see as negatives of anxiety can actually be put to good use. Yeah, I've never heard that before, um, but that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it lends itself. I really have found, again, I work a lot with people with anxiety, various forms of anxiety, and that I find is why hypnosis has become one of my favorite tools. And it doesn't have to be the only modality, but using it in an integrative way. So you can drop into a hypnotic state, you can train yourself within, you know, an hour session, we might only go into the hypnosis for 15 minutes. But it's just a really nice way to amplify and strengthen new tools that they're learning to strengthen the progress that they've already made and to increase their um, sense of hopefulness and optimism that they can continue to get better. I love that. So how can someone get started with hypnotherapy? Obviously, they can come to a counsellor or therapist um, and receive hypnotherapy that way. But is there any other resources or anything that that they can look into? Yeah, it's I I mean, we live in such a wonderful world where there's so many resources and ways of accessing it. So I would say that I think the most effective way would be to connect with a therapist or a, a hypnotherapist to do this work. Um, but if you want to get a feel for it first, or you want to start to implement, there are lots of free resources online, you know, on Spotify, on YouTube, and you can listen to uh, hypnosis recordings or guided meditations designed for anxiety. And that way you can start to build that capacity to get into a hypnotic state and get a feel for what it's like. I actually just released a free stress relieving hypnosis. And so if people go to my uh, Instagram page, you can head to my website and download that for free. And that would be a nice place to start as well. And it's specifically for stress. Oh, perfect. I'll link the um, your website in the show notes as well. So everybody can access that when they listen. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, just something that I picked up on there when you mentioned meditation, what would you mm-hmm. say is the difference between meditation and hypnotherapy? Mm-hmm. So they are very similar, right? We're going into a naturally occurring state. Um, We're going into a hyper-focused, relaxed place. The difference is that in hypnosis, we are going in with a very specific target. We're going in with a very clear intention of, of shifting something, of updating a memory, of implanting new positive suggestions. So I consider the difference to be that hypnosis is a lot more active and it's more, it is more of a treatment rather than a practice. So in meditation, we're often often just practicing that strength of observing our thoughts or just connecting to the present moment. Whereas in hypnotherapy, we are intentionally having thoughts and actually um, in interactive hypnotherapy, you're still actually going to be having a dialogue with the practitioner you're still going to be able to speak and respond to prompts okay perfect thank you for explaining Mm -hmm. um so do you want to share a little bit more about your instagram and your website and where everybody can find you yeah so i have yes my website which is um www.elevateintegratetherapy.com that's where you can learn more about me the work i do and my current offerings 
I'm currently accepting one-to-one -one coaching clients. I do have a therapy practice, which is currently full. And then my Instagram is a really great place to connect because of course I'm sharing content on there, offering more information about hypnosis, how it works, specific techniques and different forms of free content. And I often run monthly group hypnosis workshops as well, which can be another great way to, to experience it yourself. That's great. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is something I always love to talk about. Obviously, it impacts my life greatly. And in since integrating hypnosis into my work, I'm just never like left not in awe of the what can come up for people and the changes people are able to make and it's it's a wonderful surprise for everyone <laughs> yeah definitely it's really powerful thank you for listening i hope you really enjoyed this episode please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and if you love this podcast and find it useful please leave a review i absolutely love reading them so much Head over to my website to stay in touch, lucyjsmith.com.